Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Megan Patterson and Aaron Jensen. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan story series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of aesthetic PA, expert injector, national National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen. We are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit, while making you laugh along the way. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Through Thick and Skin podcast. My name is Megan Patterson, and I am Aaron Jensen, and we are your hosts for this episode number nine. Today's topic is all about pregnancy, nursing, and how you survive that. Right, like. Skincare, just life in general. I have no Thank idea. Thank God you have Botox in your face because <laughs> your face right now is like the teeth out like E emoji, like E. Ew. Oh. I'm like pregnancy and nursing. That sounds like hell on earth. <laughs> and you know, I've never had children and I have no desire to have children. I say do what you want, do what you love. Me personally, I have never envisioned myself as a mother being pregnant, breastfeeding. I've never dreamt of that. Um, but uh, so I, I don't I don't frown upon anybody who is pregnant or has been or nurse or it's just not my bag. Sure. It's not my thing. Well, I think that's the nice thing about us is that you have that perspective. I have been pregnant and nursed a long time, a lot of times. So I don't know if I'm the pregnancy uh, expert, but I can at least give my point of view about pregnancy and specifically about pregnancy, skincare and injectables, the do's, the don'ts what you can do, what you shouldn't do, and just how you can feel good about yourself when you're going through all that. Yeah, so this isn't like not an episode of like what to expect when you're expecting. No. That's another podcast. We should get no. the Duggar chick on here. Mama Duggar. How many does she have now? 20 like, kids? Something like that. 18. Oh. Oh That's God. just like being perpetually pregnant. That to me is a death sentence. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, no offense to everybody. I just hope nobody drags me because they're like, being pregnant is a blessing. Absolutely, it is. But I personally have no desire to be pregnant. I just don't want to be a mom. Like, I'll be a stepmom if I marry a hot guy who has children. Like, for sure. Like, somebody else could have given birth to them and <laughs> breastfed them and gone through all the hard, arduous stuff. I just show up for the fun stuff like Knott's Berry Farm and, uh, you know, uh, Chuck E. Cheese and stuff like that. But, every, you know, bless the mothers who give birth and, and carry children. So, yes. uh, if you guys are, like, we're hid- hiding under a rock, Aaron and I are sisters. Mm-hmm. Aaron's the older sister. I'm the younger sister and we're very different. One of the biggest differences is that Erin is a mother and a wife and has three children that Mm -hmm. she's given birth to. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to be focusing on skin care and and pregnancy and nursing. And that's one of the most common questions that we get in the office, in our DMs. Is this product safe for pregnancy? Is it not? Can I do Botox? And, you know, Megan, you can give your insight because, you know, people ask you all the questions too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They do ask me a lot. So I have been kind of like, I have like a default answer uh, to most of those questions. Um, But probably uh, to start, like when you're like, should we talk about injectables, I guess then? Like what you can and can't do? Yeah, we can just get down to it because those are more easy black and white answers. Yeah, very black and white. So yes. let's start with the black and white. So, sure. uh, you know, maybe let's how about let's role play. OK, okay? so I'm going to okay. pretend to be a client on the phone. You're going to pretend to be um, actually just be you. OK, so I'm a client. <laughs> you know, the- I don't answer the phone. Is that why you're saying <laughs> exactly, that? Exactly. Because Aaron would never answer the phone. It is not that I would answer my phone. It's just very awkward when you're trying to speak in what is that, like 
third person or like, hi, can I help you? Can I make an appointment? Oh, you'd like to see Aaron Jensen? Actually, it is Aaron. Let no, me help it's you. not awkward. You just show up and be like, hey, Megan went out to lunch. So, you know, I'm going to be answering the phone. <laughs> no. Um, so I guess like when I'm pretending I'm on the phone, like, okay. hey, um, I just found out that I am eight weeks pregnant, but girl, my frown lines are off the hook right now. I look mean all the time. I look like an angry chola and I'm at rest. So I really need some Botox. So can you hook it up? I am eight weeks pregnant. Oh, well, first of all, congratulations. That is so amazing that you're pregnant. Um, Such a blessing for you. Unfortunately, no, 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 no. You cannot have Botox when you're pregnant. Okay. How about this? How about we just pretend that I just didn't say that I was pregnant? Uh, What if we let's rewind. Okay. Rewind DJ. Um, I'm not pregnant. You must have heard incorrectly. I'm not pregnant at all. I'm not eight weeks pregnant. So can I safely say just like, what if maybe I was pregnant, but I don't know for certain, like, do I have to prove that I'm not pregnant or pregnant to get Botox? Like I need it now. Do you know people in real life have done that to me on several occasions? Yes, they regret. They like. Yes. They, they're like, you know what? I want to retract my statement about yes. being pregnant yes. because oh, I didn't know that I can't do it. Yeah. Well, you know, I can't do Botox. No, no, no. Day one. Day seven, when you're in labor, like none of the above. You cannot have Botox when you're pregnant. Why? Well, here's the thing is that it is it dangerous. That's a lot of. Uh, yeah. The is question, it dangerous to get Botox? We don't know. You know, I, I, I personally, I think it's, it's safe to probably get Botox when you're pregnant. However, we will not do it because we just don't know. Do you know a thousand pregnant women that are going to sign up for a study to see if Botox is safe for their unborn fetus? That Because I that's how they, the, these companies could legally say, yes, this is safe for pregnant and breastfeeding yes. women. They have to do a study that probably takes years mm-hmm. That's where they administer Botox into pregnant women or neurotoxins and say, like, did your baby turn out okay? Yeah. And here's the thing. It is definitely risk versus benefit. So there is no, in aesthetics, there's no cosmetic benefit that would outweigh the risks of what Botox could potentially do to a fetus. Mm -hmm. Now, if they are using it for other medical conditions and, you know, I can't think of one on the top of my head, but they might weigh those risks and benefits from you, for you. So there are certain medications that are, all medications are given different pregnancy categories, A through, it's uh, A, B, C, D, and X. So A is safe. We know it's going to really help the pregnancies. That's like things like multivitamins, prenatal vitamins. Mm -hmm. When you get down lower than that, X we know is dangerous. It can really cause harmful things to happen to the baby. Sometimes we have a medication that's rated a class C where it we really try not to give it to someone, but we might in certain cases. So once we know those ratings, that's what we can kind of go for. But again, there's no benefit to treating your frown lines to putting your baby at risk. So we're just not going to do that when yeah. you're pregnant. Same thing goes along with filler too. But filler's a sugar. Hyaluronic acid filler. We carry hyaluronic acid fillers, which is hyaluronic acid is found in your body. It's Mm -hmm. naturally occurring. It's technically a sugar, right? So it's natural. Mm -hmm. Why can't I have it in my body? I know. We just don't know. We don't know. So there's no risk. And honey, your face is going to get plump enough when you're pregnant. Oh, shade. F you. Are you calling me fat? No, my face got how my face got pretty. Swollen. She got so round and round. cute. But this is the oh, thing: Erin, as a pregnant woman, she was like skinny in like her chin. No, I was neck not. and her arms. It just looked like she had like one of those like fake like actress bellies on. Like you know, some people when they're pregnant, they look so just like cute. It's just like they have a belly. Oh. But then other people, it's that. I think you know why that is my reason. My probably my number one reason for pregnancy: vanity. 
Because I already bloat after eating carbs as it is. <laughs> I already bloat after like a little bout of mild depression when I eat a lot of ice cream. So imagine if I had a baby in me, I would have a neck like Shrek. I would look disgusting. Well, also, <laughs> but not to mention okay. my vagina, my flower would be compromised. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I don't know if you could actually guarantee a C-section. You're like, can I have a C-section? And while you're down there, do a tummy tuck. Can you do that? Not at the same time, no. See, it, when they do that, that's when maybe I'll have a baby. Don't worry. Like, all of you people who are planning on getting pregnant and don't have kids yet, your vagina goes back to normal. You guys are all going to be fine. Okay? Uh, <laughs> it bounces don't back. Don't let Megan stretch you out. Or, I mean, stretch you. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. Stress. stress. Don't let Megan stretch you out. I mean, stress you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Just all, these, all gonna be okay. Uh, yeah, Aaron is the one who's had children. Yes. I have not. Okay. But for me, there's just as you're talking about like the risks outweigh the benefit. Yes. That's my case for pregnancy. The risks outweigh the benefit of raising a beautiful child. The risks of stretching my vagina, of stretch marks, of just getting fat and never recovering from that. You know, like you got pregnant. Pretty, pretty young. 27. Yeah. Was, well, that's I had average. my first child at 27. First child at 27 is pretty average. I think people are having babies later on in oh, life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, when you're younger, you kind of bounce back. Yeah. So I'm past the point of no return. I'm 30, almost 35. So, you know, at this point I'm looking, I'm just waiting for a man to divorce his first wife <laughs> and then I swoop in and then you'd be all good. Yeah, exactly. You're a good auntie right now to my kids. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good auntie. Okay, so back to skin. <laughs> so all these Sorry. pregnant women are like, shut the fuck up, Megan. Yes. How do I get rid of my melasma? Okay, so wait. So number one, no injectables, no Botox or filler no while you're Kybella? pregnant. No Kybella. What is Kybella? The, oh, the dissolving. Deoxychloric fat, acid, yes. Yeah, the fat dissolving. While you're pregnant or nursing. So when you come in and be like. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I give birth to a baby and then I have to like wait until I'm done. Like, I already look super tired. My under eyes are disgusting mm -hmm. because I'm staying up all night. And you're telling me I can't have under eye filler? Nope. So, you know, it, say you deliver a baby and sometimes people like have a glass of champagne after they deliver the baby. It's not like that with filler. It's not like you can't pump and dump Botox, okay? Uh, yeah, people don't ask, ask me that. that. Hey, don't hey ask I just that. pump for like three days. Here. Come on. Shh, don't tell, I won't tell anybody yes. if you don't tell anybody. And I'm weaned. I'm only feeding my baby like once a week. And I'm going to stop right now. I'm going to stop today. I'm like, girl, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, so no. Yeah. So you'll just have to wait till you're done nursing before you can have any injectables. So okay? what if you, uh, what if you're like, I'm going to have sex with my man tonight and I know this one's going to stick and I'm going to get pregnant. <laughs> can I get Botox today? Or people say, I, 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 am trying to get pregnant real. I'm trying a lot. Like I'm really, really trying. So mm -hmm. is getting Botox or filler yeah. going to affect me? You should definitely talk to your OBGYN about what they recommend. Um, I know I have a lot of patients who have gone through IVF treatments and they recommend not doing anything or taking any other medications because it is such a higher risk procedure. Mm. And you know, you, it's like a, a, a huge chance you're taking with everything and a huge expense too. Yeah. So definitely have caution with that. Um, but I can tell you, I have had plenty of people who are actively trying to get pregnant or even in like those super early days, they didn't know they were pregnant, get injectables and everything is just fine. But again, check with your OBGYN. Um, I like to tell this story to my patients too, who might be stressing out a little bit. Our PA Annie, who works at our Claremont office, is amazing. And we were at a conference one time, a dermatology conference in San Diego. And she, we were t 
like at a bar drinking and she was telling me how they were having trouble getting pregnant and they just did IUI and, you know, just kind of stressed about that. Well, the next day she got picked to be one of the injectable models where they go in and they fully load up your face, like brows, lips, cheeks. She had like probably like $4,000 worth of stuff Bomb. under her face. Like yes. it's a great position to be in. So she gets that done. Day three of the conference, she comes out of the bathroom with a pregnancy test, a positive pregnancy test. And it's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I was like, wait, you were just saying you weren't pregnant. Then you just got all these injectables. Like, holy shit. What just, oh, what just happened? So anyway, she goes to her doctor. Everything's fine. And finds out she's actually pregnant with twins. Yes. And goes on to have a very healthy pregnancy. So I kind of joke, like, if you're trying, get a little Botox. It'll probably happen. I'm just kidding. But I was going to say, you better have a disclaimer. Because I'm just joking. Come at us. But yes, please check with your gynecologist, OBGYN, if you are planning on getting pregnant, what they recommend with injectables. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they are in charge of your fertility. Okay? I'm just admitting, administering Jansen. your Botox. Exactly. We always... So that's that leads to the next question, like... Pregnancy safe uh, skincare. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when people ask us, they ask a very black and white question. Is this, is glycolic acid peel pads safe for me while I'm pregnant? Mm -hmm. There are different trains of thought as far as safety of skincare goes. And again, consult your OBGYN for the final decision. But in general, I tell my patients to stay away from acids. Mm -hmm. Stay away from salicylic acid glycolic acid uh -huh, uh -huh. yes just all those type of things i think in general it is safer to do mm -hmm. to stay away from acids and then that just makes it a lot easier for you because then you're going to come in what about this one glycolic acid it has 10 percent, but is 30 percent not safe because mm -hmm. the 30 percent will peel you and that's technically a peel so i say in general just stay away from all acids yeah your skin can go crazy during pregnancy too you can experience problems that you never had before. Things like dryness, acne breakouts. So hair what you, loss. Hair. Oh, yes. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to be insensitive, but like, <laughs> the reasons. There's a song. <laughs> the reasons I don't want to get pregnant. Hair loss. Acne. <laughs> Go on, Erin. I will get to the good part of my pregnancy soon enough. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. The reasons. <laughs> The reasons I'll put a link to that song because it's what I think it's by Cool in the Game. Okay. Earth, Wood, and Fire. Earth, Wood, and Fire. It's the reasons by Earth, Wood, and Fire. Okay, okay go ahead. Thank you. Um, so, if you are having a problem with your skin, seek a consultation for that specific need. So, there is not one blanket. Everyone who's pregnant should be on this product. Mm. If your skin is dry, you don't need to be on some acne medication, you know, yeah. or vice versa. You don't need to like use a, a, a really strong exfoliator if your skin is super dry and irritated. Yeah. Like come in, have a consultation. You will have different skincare products you, you're using when you're pregnant. And then you can go back to your other stuff when your skin normalizes yeah. afterwards. But you can still use things like moisturizers, sunscreen, um, uh, physical exfoliators like scrubs, antioxidants like vitamin C. Those are all very safe to but use during pregnancy. what about hyaluronic acid? Hyaluronic acid is safe during it's pregnancy. It's an acid. On, okay, ooh, yeah, oh, you're getting me here. You're I getting see, me. I'm, ah. I know, I'm getting you from the side. Yes. But like hyaluronic acid, because that's a that's a buzzword. Like yes. our plump up the jam um, moisturizer has yeah. hyaluronic that's acid. That's true. So I would say, I mean, I give the okay for people to do hyaluronic acid. Yeah. Because it's not an, ex it's a, it's, it's not like caustic. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yes. So like we offer, we have a product that has glycolic, our glycolic pads have glycolic acid. Our acne spot treatment has sal uh, benzoyl peroxide, mm -hmm. um, salicylic acid in our face wash. Yeah. Um, chemical, and those are also acids that are in our chemical peels at a higher percentage. Mm -hmm. So chemical peels. No chemical peels. No. 
Nope. Nope. So no nope. glycolic acid peel, no Chosner's peel, no TCA, definitely no, no Cosmolon, no Cosmolon which sucks because that's like you said, when people's skin starts wiling out. Yeah. Why you don't want to use a Cosmolon when you're pregnant is that you are fighting opposing battles. So you're, what melasma is, it is hormones plus sun exposure. That's what gives you melasma. So your body is raging with hormones and it's going to power out the Cosmolon. The Cosmolon is not going to knock that pigment down when you're pregnant. So why waste all the money? Why go through all the that downtime. peeling process? Why put yourself in that at that risk when you're, you're not going to win? So yeah. just wait till you're not pregnant, till all your hormones regulate, you're done nursing, and then hit everything with the peel and things to treat your melasma. Yeah, I think people are just so, uh, I don't know, so you tell me, <laughs> but like people are just annoyed about being pregnant because they feel all chunky and disgusting and unsexy and then they're breaking out and they have melasma and they're like, I just want something. Like, what can I do? Because I'm the insensitive one that I'm like, girl, you're stuck for nine months at least. Get used to your melasma mustache. Just kidding. Love you. Because I'm like, all the fun stuff, the fun stuff that I like, injectables, chemical yeah. peels. It, nine months is not that long, okay? Like, I've been pregnant three times, and I am very thankful I was able to get pregnant and birth children, but I did not like being pregnant. The second I woke up nauseous, like, I felt like I had a hangover, but I didn't drink before. Yeah. I had horrible morning sickness. I'm like, fuck, I'm you're pregnant again. I'm pregnant again. Yeah. It was so weird. One time I had this patient one time, she, like, looked at me, and she's like, I can tell you're pregnant. And I was like, what the fuck? I remember I love so vividly like that. I and she's like, how weirdos. are you? You you're pregnant. And I was like, girl, I got a two year old. I'm not pregnant. I went to, it was so deep. And like her eyes were like so piercing mm -hmm. that I was like, Oh, maybe I am. And so as the day went on, I started to feel nauseous and I took a pregnancy test at the end of the day. And I was pregnant. It was just like, who is she? I don't even know. I don't remember. I remember what room I was in in my old office. Like what a trip. The color of her hair. It was crazy, but it was. So, anyways, but that's how. Like the second from day one, day one of my pregnancy, I felt like shit. I went yeah. from like four months of feeling like nausea, hungover, then to like getting heartburn and feeling like just like chubby and swollen. So I'm taking notes, I'm like <laughs> heartburn, feeling fatter than you already are. Ooh. I'm sorry, nausea, and you don't even have a hang. Oh my god, keep going. So <laughs> I'm so waiting for I get you to get to the okay. benefits. Yes. So I, I so I understand that, and you want to do stuff to make you feel a little bit better. Number one, go get a spray tan, get a fake tan. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, those little things it will make you feel so much better. Yeah. Like get the one, like have someone spray it on you where you're not inhaling everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, a spray tan when you're pregnant feels so damn good. Yeah, like it, it just feels feel so good. Sexier. You can still do stuff when you're pregnant. You can do facials. You can do derma sweep, microdermabrasion, mm -hmm. um, dermaplaning. You Which can is do the skin blading yes, where it scrapes off skin, your peach fuzz. You can do all of those things as long as you're comfortable laying flat on your back. Yeah. And if not, if someone can recline you, but you can do those for you know, as up, as long as uh, you feel comfortable. Can you do microneedling? You can do microneedling, but you cannot use the numbing cream when you do microneedling. So remember, microneedling is the micropunctures, like the controlled trauma that mm -hmm. the PAs perform or Morgan or RN. And um, before you're poked, mm -hmm. a little layer of numbing cream is put on. Yes. A thin layer, the same numbing cream that goes on your lips before or any right. areas where the filler is going to mm -hmm. be injected. Um but so one of our clients, Jen, mm -hmm. badass Schroeder. softball pitching coach, uh, she's a badass and she's pregnant mm -hmm. and she did microneedling without numbing cream because I wouldn't expect anything less from her. No, but, she did a Cosmon she, before she got pregnant. 
Her results were insane. Yes. They were so good. She's a huge inspirational person. So if you don't go follow her. Yeah, she's Jen Shro. I think it's just spelled S-C-H-R-O. I think it's an underscore. Jen, Jen underscore? No, her? just no? Jen Shro. Her okay. full last name is Schroeder. Yeah. And she works with an awesome team of bad bitches and they they teach softball clinics and they're just really cool really easy really fun to follow even if you aren't into softball yeah absolutely um so she did a microneedling she's pregnant yeah she's pregnant she was totally surprised by that Mm -hmm. i saw her when she first figured it out Mm -hmm. and i was like dang she was like is there when she came out to check out at the newport office she was like is there anything that's safe for pregnant women i was like oh hell no (laughs) i was like you too (laughs) i was like another one bites the dust (laughs) Um, but damn, yeah, congrats to Jen. So yes. she did it. So yes. if you can do it, I mean, but then I would also I would, be like, well, just wait. Yeah, just wait. You know, so if you you're can go like, in really deep with it, that numbing cream. She's probably Capricorn or something, you know, like yeah. enemies necessary. She, but I mean, that's like her whole attitude. Like that's yeah. her business. So it's, yeah, if you are like that personality and you want to do it and you don't give a fuck, go for it and just grin and bear it. But in general, just kind of chill. It's going to be okay. Your skin's going to be okay at the end of it. Treat yourself with more comforting things that like just make you feel good and feel better. And over time, every you know things will get better. I think the most important thing with your skin is wearing sunscreen because you remember there's two parts to the melasma equation: hormones plus sun exposure. Mm-hmm. So if you were pregnant and lived in a cave your whole life or your whole pregnancy, you would not get melasma because you don't have the sun to turn on those pigment cells. So make sure you're wearing a hat, wearing your sunscreen, and those are things you can do to try to prevent the melasma from getting worse during your pregnancy. So the people that are trying to like, that are focusing on like, I want chemical pills, I want this, that, or the other, but they're not wearing sunscreen. Then you're, it's you're great. Wasting so, time. I mean, there are two parts of your skincare process are prevention and correction. Mm. So you can correct acne, scar, acne scars, melasma, but you can also prevent it with things. So when you're pregnant, really focus on the prevention of everything as best as possible yeah. versus a correction and treatment. Okay. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like now looking back on it, it's easier for me to say, but pregnancies are short lived, you know, like nine months seem like forever when you're mm-hmm. pregnant, but they go by fast. It's not, it's not that bad. You get a, like a cute little baby out of it. Like that is your <laughs> reward. I always joke like, okay. Let me tell you a story about why I was so scared to give birth. Like I'm a pretty, you know, pragmatic person, right? Mm-hmm. Like nothing really makes me too scared. But when I was in PA school, I did my um, OBGYN rotation at Arrowhead County Hospital, like County Hospital. Mm-hmm. And they just like, you know, throw you into everything. Like in the like labor and delivery, there was like everyone from the county jail was there. Like, did you know legally you can't be handcuffed to a bed when you're in labor? So no. they get like rolled in or like if they're there for other things, they're like handcuffed to the bed and they unhandcuffed. Like it was just like a crazy environment to be in as a yeah. student. So I remember being in one delivery and this patient comes in like fully like 10 centimeters, like ready to go. And you're just like a student in the back. And she, it, it was just really chaotic in the room. She was really uncomfortable. She didn't speak English. I don't think anyone was like communicating with her really well. And she needed an episiotomy. What? Do you know what an episiotomy is? I know what a bacchiotomy is. <laughs> I need a bacchiotomy. No, what's an episiotomy? Okay. An episiotomy is when they make a little cut. Down oh, they there. snip your vagina. Yes. Your so taco. The baby, so, the ba- so the baby comes in. This is all going on. It's all chaos, you know. And the doctor goes and like gives her an episiotomy 
with like no numbing, no epidural, no local. Wait, but before they did, the, was the doctor like, I don't give a fuck. I'm about to snip or was maybe the doctor not told like, yo, she hasn't been numbed. Like no epidural. No, um, no. Do they have numbing cream for your vagina? It doesn't work when they're cutting it. Ooh. So he kind of like is explaining it to me and he's like, oh, you know, well, there's so much pressure down there that you don't really, you don't feel it really. And I was like, uh, that lady might not understand what you're saying, but she felt that when you cut her fucking vagina. So did you see her face when he snipped? Oh yeah. It was like, she knew something was going on. Now here's the thing too. Ooh. I'm a student. So, so I, if that had to be done for, you know, like this baby will die unless we don't cut her and we don't have time to numb. I completely respect that. Like that happens in medicine sometimes. Like, yes, it sucks. You never want to do that. But if you have to get that baby out, those that's cool. Snip a vagina. But when you say like they don't feel it because of, I don't know. I was something about that. I was like. And this doctor was a man. I wasn't going to go there, but you know. He was a man. Does he know what it's like to have a big ass head so crowning? So after that, I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I don't care about anything about um, pregnancy or anything. But like every time I'd go into the doctor for my checkups, I'm like, do you think I'll need a episiotomy? Is my vagina really tight? The notes like, in what your chart it? says she's obsessed with her episiotomy. <laughs> yes. Tell her every time before she opens her mouth, we will not snip your vagina without a little numbing. Yes. So that was the thing I was most afraid of. So going to labor for the first time, like my water breaks, like 12 hours later, I'm pushing. I push for three hours, three hours. Pushing. I don't even think that's a long time, right? A lot of. No, like laboring, like oh. you can labor. I was in labor, like, you know, the baby's coming down, stretching out, whatever. I think it was like 14 hours, but then like actively pushing, like, okay, legs up, like push, push. And so you push with the nurse before the doctor even comes in. And I had this like really, and they're like really sweet Filipino nurse. And she's like, the, I'm like, yeah, am I going to need a C-section? Like, I just want to know. She's like, the doctor will tell you. I'm like, you know more than they do right now. Like you're like, like what is going on? Ate, salamat, please. See, this is why you need to know Tagalog. If you knew Tagalog, she would not only say, yes, honey, you need a C-section and I'm going to get you a plate of adobo too, <laughs> because you need to eat. You're too skinny. <laughs> I wish I had that. That's what all the Ates tell me. I'm going to be fat as hell. And they're like, you're getting too skinny, Megan. You need to have some fancy. Okay, but anyways, okay, so well, the she nurse. Was chill. So anyways, I ended up like birthing the baby. You know, like the baby came out of my vagina. I did not need a C-section. Well, okay, sorry. Bat rewind. As the baby's about to come out, the doctor's in, like in it. I see him grab the like shears. And I was like, the episiotomy is about to happen. And I was like, you're, you're like, no, 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 no. You're like. Words can't come out of my mouth. You're like, no. I was like, oh my God, like it's coming. And so, but I had an epidural. I am all about the power of the drugs. Thank you, Jesus, for that shot in my back. <laughs> so I was numb. I had the epidural and I didn't feel anything because I was numb and it was not that bad. But my husband will tell you, it sounds like, you remember the old school uh, in elementary uh, school, the, hold on, those paper cutters. It, wait, I are, shut the fuck up. I know exactly what you're going to say. The ones that was like, it's like a hatchet, like, yes. a, uh, like a, a guillotine yes, a paper. of paper. <laughs> However that sounds. So that he said, that's what it sounded like. Gross. But, uh, it was not that bad. So that was the thing that feared me. So you had it. I had your worst nightmare came true. And I didn't feel a damn thing because I had an epidural and I was like numb AF down there. Like I didn't feel anything. So it was all cool. But the experience of like holding your child for the first time is like the most amazing euphoric thing you'll ever experience in your whole life. So, but I kind of joke, like I would labor and birth a baby again, like any day, but to be pregnant nine months, no, yeah, because you're such a control freak. You're like, I day in day out, I could do something for four hours, and not a lifetime, very easily. 
Yeah, and it's like you get something really cool that much. So, anyways, yeah. it is. I mean, don't. I'm not like a total yeah. asshole. Like I, no, cr- you're not. I cry when I see people hold the babies for the first time. Like that, I could only imagine. Is like for me, the thought, like, whoa, I grew this inside my body. Like that's fucking wild. Yeah. You know, like it has everything and it's breathing. Like that is magical and mystical and beautiful. Um, but all that other stuff. No, it is. So at the end of the day, it's going to suck. You feel like just crappy a lot of the times when you're pregnant, but it's short lived. So just like have that in your mind. Like don't stress out about your skincare, about your lack of injectables, how tired you look. Cause you are going to look tired because you're tired and you're not sleeping and you gain weight and you lost weight and your hormones are crazy. So just like take a second just to breathe to have some self care and enjoy it because then you have a newborn and then you really don't sleep. So when you're pregnant, just kind of chill a little bit with it and enjoy it. Yes. Yes. So, um, no injectables, mm-hmm. uh, no peels. Okay. Yes. To facials and derma sweeps and dermaplaning, skin blading, your skincare, come in, let us talk to you about it. Let us take a look at you, make sure everything looks okay. Um, pers- or recommend products based on your needs at that moment. If you need prescriptions, you can still get prescription medications for your skin when you're pregnant um, for things like acne breakouts, rosacea, in in certain cases. So if you're struggling with something, let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some weird things you get when you're pregnant. Sometimes like you sweat a lot when you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so if your sweat is like really stinky, sometimes that happens. There's actually prescriptions, prescription lotions you can take for that. So always ask about stuff, but sometimes we're just like, I'm sorry. Like there isn't much we can do. So don't get too upset with us if we, you know, no, you're limited. The, the pregnant ladies are never upset. They're just like a little pit. They're just like bummed. Frustrated. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, that's why you say poppy to your husband or your partner or whatever. Once you have that baby be like, why don't you gift me like three facials, four facials, yeah. a skincare kit, injectables. That's your push present. Mm-hmm. Your push present could be some cheekbones. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So let them know. Yes. Drop a hint. Yeah. So when, you, when you're when you ready for it, don't <laughs> worry. We get you back in check. But I think a lot of times um, people will come in when they're done having kids. Like, look, I'm done having babies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm tired. I've lost this weight. I'm ready to get myself in check. So yeah. And everything we do, of course, is very minimal and natural looking. So there's nothing wrong with just wanting to look more refreshed and less tired and mm-hmm. not wanting to look different. Like, that's what we specialize in. Yeah, so for sure. Don't stress about looking weird. We won't make you look that way. Never. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm like, thanks, guys. So that was Aaron's moment to shine because she's all about the, you know. Oh, wait. No, whoa, 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 whoa. You're missing one of the biggest questions. What? With skin and pregnancy. Stretch marks. Oh, gosh. You don't have to be pregnant and have stretch marks. That's true. <laughs> true. I have, yes, I have stretch marks that I've never had a child. But that's what a lot of people ask is like, how yes. can I get rid of stretch marks? Well, number one, before that, people ask how they can prevent them. Yeah. Just butter. But no. Just put a stick of butter on my belly. Just rub <laughs> it in there. That Oh, that good like Irish butter though, right? Like the, um, what starts with the K? What is Kel- it? Yeah, I know yeah. exactly. Yeah. I can see it it's in my It's in my mind. fridge, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Save your money. It's genetic predisposition and it matters. But but, but 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 the internet says I can get rid of it by the putting cocoa butter cocoa, putting a raw coconut on my belly. Mm-hmm. Just don't. It's gen- it's it's genetic. Like um uh it really under is. Eye, like under eye darkness. Yeah, you know it is. Like tough. if you're gonna get stretch marks, you're probably gonna get them. Like I've seen like the skinniest people gain like twenty pounds and get full on stretch marks yeah and then people that are a lot stretch marks on their arms their armpits yeah. their back like I've crazy. Seen some people with like 
triplets, you know, like have no stretch marks. Yeah. You know, it's, all, it's a lot of genetics. And it's weight gain too. You know, the worst thing is when they you go into um, your gyno visit or your OB visit and they're like weighing you each time. Like, oh, you gained um, three pounds this month instead of two. Like, what are your healthy Another eating reason. choices? Boop healthy eating choices i remember like i eat a sandwich i craved del taco when i was pregnant my first first baby i still crave del taco (laughs) i ate bean and cheese burritos and the chips before they changed the cheese like now it's like queso dip i like the old crappy where it's like a nacho nacho, like it's like and i remember like counting my calories and just trying to eat half of the del taco thinking that was okay and after that portion control well your daughter loves bean and cheese burritos maybe that's why so that's probably why i never thought about that she loves that's like her favorite meal so i mean try to gain weight reasonably the best you can but don't kill yourself about it it's all fine all like so is there anything you could do to prevent stretch marks no like it's genetic yeah and sure you can moisturize the area and you know what the really annoying thing is that people will be like I put oil in my stomach all day and I got no stretch marks. I'm like, that doesn't mean shit, okay? Like, you mm-hmm. were probably pre- genetically predisposed, predisposed not to get stretch yeah, marks. So yeah, So just back off your head. You're like, horse, you're okay? just blessed, okay, bitch? Leave me alone. Just get out of my face. Like, <laughs> That's what I said. I'm so skinny. I have such a hard time gaining like, weight. <laughs> 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 Oh my God. Like I'm trying to gain weight so bad. I'm trying to be like, be like skinny thick. Like I'm trying to be like thick fit. And it's just, I can't like, my trainer keeps telling me to eat cause I can't gain weight. And I just sit there and I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like that might be the case. Or like, oh my sure. gosh, I have such a hyperactive thyroid. <laughs> I can't keep weight on me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, somebody's just highly favored and it's not me. I'm just kidding. I am highly favored. <laughs> So anyways, oh my gosh. have fun being pregnant, everybody. Yeah. Uh, no, so it's, uh, nursing. So number one, it's um, it's a blessing. It's not the end of the world. But you it, you have every right to feel like crap and have a hard time with it. Like, don't feel bad for saying that or feeling that way. Come, go seek professional help if you need a little bit of extra guidance. Um, and it's not really the time to experiment with your skin. You know, don't go crazy with like weird essential oils and like just just take it easy keep yeah. it really simple keep it too simple. keep mm-hmm. it simple mm-hmm. yeah and then come see us and we'll fix your melasma mustache and all that good stuff <laughs> we'll that correct works. it we'll mm-hmm. we'll offer some suggestions yeah. so Absolutely. have fun guys being pregnant and if you have any questions let us know follow us on instagram yes. through thick and skin podcast is our instagram and then also make sure to follow us on youtube and then subscribe to our podcast for all of our apple music's Spotify, Stitcher, and make sure to share with your friends. Thank you. Thank you, guys.